to a heasel. All that gunfire from the entity troops isn't doing anything. Actually, it seems to be drawing more of the rampaging devils towards us. Not the problem with plums, Advic. You practically need to blow them to pieces to stop them growing or marching towards you. There's an elegant simplicity in their physiognomy that I can't help but admire. Great Scott! That flower thing has just tossed my man up into its trumpet like was a freshly buttered crumpet. I'll admit, this engagement isn't turning out quite the way I was expecting at all. That's not the worst of it, Mr. Colonel. These plants are mostly dormant during the night. Come daybreak, all hell is going to break loose around here when they start getting really active. Mostly dormant? Doctor, they're destroying everything! How is this mostly dormant? Well, Jill, it's all comparative. You'll see, once Denabian daffodils mature into their mortal stage, it means they're ready to reproduce. That's not so bad. Daffodils butt off into new bulbs. I'm sure the Colonel and his troops will easily be able to handle them then. Ah, uh, no. You're thinking of earth plants, Jill. When a Denabian daffodil reproduces, it shoots out rock-hard spores at supersonic velocity covering a distance of anything up to 200 miles. Doctor, are you telling me these plants are about to go nationwide? Yep. At the crack of dawn, the whole of the UK is pretty much screwed. Like a shaft of sun tinged justice, Dr. Weasel and Advic Goose shine a light of alternative facts into the dark corners of the cosmos. Last episode, thanks to a timely arrival of Colonel Archway Badger and his entity troops, the marauding giant daffodils had momentarily been held at bay. But that's all about to change in Dr. Weasel and the Demented Daffodils of Deneb 7, Part 4. Right, Dr. Weasel, I've had quite enough of this. I've got men injured all over the place and Potsworth looks like a war zone. Sergeant Benetton! Right you are, sir. Get the men to fall back and form a defensive perimeter, and get me Entity HQ on the horn. I think it's well past time we called in an airstrike. Okay, lads, back up towards the gate, suppressive fire as best you can. An airstrike? Have you gone completely, totally and utterly out of your tiny little mind, Colonel? I know we're in the middle of nowhere, but you can't just go around bombing bits of the British countryside whenever you feel like it. Dr. Garland, I can assure you that this isn't an impulsive act. Far from it, my dear. It's a kind of decisive action I only take when there's a clear and present danger to this world. From what I can see here, and what the doctor has told me, this is a highly dangerous situation that I fully intend to swiftly put a cap on. Need like a cap? Where's red one with the shiny badge, mate? Nice. Shh, Avec, the grown-ups are talking. Look, Mr. Colonel, Jill, what if I told you there was a way to head off this invasion of the giant daffodils without bombarding this place flat? Doctor, if you have any conjunct options to offer, I'll be happy to hear them, but only while we're waiting for that airstrike, mind. You military men are all the same. You think once you've grasped the nettle and opened fire, there's no turning back. You tell him, Jill. And Dr. Weasel, I think you'd best explain your plan quickly, as it looks like the surgeon's about to finish up his radio request. Look, these daffodils aren't individual creatures, okay? They're all part of a group mind controlled by a central super giant daffodil. Super giant daffodil? You honestly couldn't have come up with a better name than that? What about King Daffodil? That sounds much better. Okay, when Advic's King Daffodil sends out an order to the rest of the plants, then they obey it. It's probably why there wasn't any problem before tonight. The King hadn't sent out the order to his Daffodil troops yet. So this order, 
Would it be transmitted like some kind of radio signal? Perhaps we could find a way to block it. Turn these plant chaps back into decorative flora again, eh? Don't be an idiot, Colonel. Plants won't respond to radio waves. They're more likely to use scents, pheromones, airborne auxins to communicate, and I'd stake my academic qualifications on it. You'd win that bet, Jill. That's exactly how they communicate. We can use these solar emissions to work out where this king flower is and then get rid of it. Nice and simple, eh? How exactly do we do that, Doctor? Not like this king will be wearing a fleshing beacon or a floral crown so we can identify it. Look out, Vic. You're the one who started us off in this king flower nonsense, so don't come crying to me when your metaphor makes no visual sense. We'll need a sample of the daffodil's pollen, and there's probably enough scattered around from the foliage torn up by the bullets. And then we can run it through the Weezus' metafloral geo-omni-scanner. And before you can say, Bourbon Biscuit, we'll have a location on our plant-in-chief. Bourbon Biscuit! Stop being so flipping literal, Advic. Sorry to butt in, Colonel. Thought you'd need to know. Airstrike's been authorised and is inbound. Estimate T minus 20 minutes before it gets here. Thank you, Sergeant. Right, Doctor, you have precisely 15 minutes to carry out your scientific wizardry. After that, I'm sorry, but we'll all need to get to minimum safe distance. Does that give you enough time? Time? Ha <laughs> ha! There's always enough time when you're a time weasel. Why? I remember once, uh, we were on the planet Polkadoo 12, and there was... Doctor! Less grandstanding and more focus, eh? Bah! What is life if you can't make a speech every now and again? Same with you, it's not every now and again, is it? You make a speech at the drop of a hat. Why, even when we're in mortal peril like this... Doctor, Advic, please shut up. We don't have time to waste. Colonel, see those fragments of daffodil over there by Greenhouse 7? Can your men distract the plants while the doctor and I get the samples into his wheeze disc? Whatever that is. It's the blue boxy thing you saw when you met us. It's our travelling laboratory. Very well, Dr. Garland, but I want it on record that I dislike sending out one of the fairest sex into danger like this. Colonel, if you patronise me like that again, I'll feed you to one of those daffodils myself. Yes, uh, uh, quite. Come on, Jill, there's not a moment to waste. This greenhouse is a disaster zone, but it looks like your laboratory is okay. That's lucky. Yes, it's surprisingly resilient. Well, let me just unlock it. Uh, right, okay. Uh, how are the samples, Jill? I'll just uh, pop into here for a moment. No way, Jose. I want to have a look at this equipment of yours. She's going to say it, isn't she? They all do, without fail. Your wheezedis? It's... it's... a bigger... Yes? A bigger dump inside than I thought it would be. Although, I'm beginning to realize why you know so much about alien plants. This clearly isn't from Earth. Ha! Yeah, you caught me. Time Weasel from the planet Galloway travels the universe in his borrowed time and space machine. Doctor, perhaps again this time for more scanning and less grandstanding? I can't believe I have to remind you again so soon about how short of time we are. Ah, keep your pyjamas on, Advic. It only takes a few seconds to feed the plant matter into the metafloral geo-omni scanner. Adjust the settings. Tweak the resolution. Carry the one and um, There we go. I can't make head nor tail of the scanner readout, Doctor. What does it mean? Ah, I'd rather assume the King Daffodil would have been close by, but these readings say he's almost 50 miles away. Grublox. 
That means we'll never be able to get to it in time to stop the airstrike. Can't we just hop back a few hours, Doctor, and then head over there? What? Cross my own time stream? That would breach the second law of time, Advic. Second? What's the first law? Always tell visitors to arrive 30 minutes before you actually want them to arrive. That way they won't be late. Look, if you can't give me a straight answer to a straight question, just don't bother next time. <laughs> That'll be the day. Wait, Doctor. You said the Weezdis is a time and space machine. Can it just fly there? Ah, uh, yes. Yes, it can. Okay, Jill, Vic, uh, buckle up. Uh, we'll have to have a quick word with a grumpy boss daffodil. Can the Doctor, Jill, and Advic find the King of the Daffodils in time to avert the NCA strike? Will the Colonel and Sergeant Benetton be able to hold back the rampant foliage in the meanwhile? And just where did those flowers come from in the first place? All, most, will be revealed in Part 5 of Dr. Weasel and the Demented Daffodils of Deneb 7. Dr. Weasel and Weasel and the Order of Enterprise production. Featuring Randolph Weasel and Dr. Weasel going to lose a big goose, Sarah Meadows as Dr. Jill Garland, John Gathercole as the Colonel, and Elias Stewart Stewart as Sergeant Benetton.